Your attention, please. Your favorite podcast is about to start. Listeners of the Remaja Resa podcast, enjoy. From the monsters under your bed to the skeletons in your closet, there are mysteries abound where most we seek for answers. Here in MNMs, we shed just a bit of light on all things dark and present to you the beautifully bizarre mysteries and misconceptions, tragedies and truths, cold cases and hot topics that are sure to put you on the edge of your seats. That being said, we welcome you to your monthly dose of M&Ms. People have always loved to invent implausible scenarios about death in the wilderness because we will never know 100% what happened. Hello everyone, my name is Tiara. My name is Gracie. And my name is Tata. And today we bring you the uniquely powerful, profound, poignant tragedy of a group of young spirit hikers going off into the wilderness to the Ural Mountains who never came back in what has come to be known as the Dietlov Pass Incident. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Oh my gosh. So before we get into um, the theories and everything, because this is a very, you know, it's a very yeah. unsolved case. Mm-hmm. So we'll go through what happened first, right? So like The chronological sequence of it? Yes, the chronological sequence of it, because we did research. Um, yeah, experience. Yes. So in 1959, Igor Dyatlov, a 23-year-old student at the Ural Polytechnical Institute, assembled a group of nine others for an expedition across the Ural Mountains in the Western Soviet Union. Wait, wait. So is it like a Mm -hmm. campus trip or something? No. I, okay. Um, This is like weird. Okay. I think I might be a little bit unreliable because I did read this off of Wikipedia. Not all of this, but some of this. Um, But since they're also affiliated with um, the Communist Party. So Mm -hmm. it was also um, just kind of, you know, a group thing. And what they wanted to do was they wanted to become third grade hikers, which you had to like hike 300 kilometers in like one expedition. So that's what they wanted to do with this entire expedition. So, so yeah. Generally, like there are like, already like a very experienced hiker scan. Yeah, everyone was an experienced grade two hiker. And um, after they returned from the trip, which they did not, they, um, they not. were supposed to get their uh, grade three certification. And that was the highest certification at the time. Ooh, yeah. Damn. Their route was approved by officials. And on the same day they got their route book, they began their journey. So by January 27th, they began trekking. But on January 28th, one of the members of the group, his name was Yuri Yudin, had suffered knee and joint pain amongst other health conditions, which made him turn back from the expedition and leave early. Um, fun fact. Old man joints. Yeah, this guy died in 2013, so he hey. did live like quite a life afterwards, and he also participated in some of the investigations afterwards. Oh, I can't yeah, imagine yeah. how yeah. tragic that is, like having to hear about your friends deaths and even having to look at their bodies and the what remains of them yeah definitely incredibly scary to think about even most of the well what's what's this cause of death 
2013. I think old age. Old age, yeah. Because it's yeah. the incident itself is in 1950-ish, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was during yeah. the Cold War. Okay. Cold War, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So, <laughs> the group, now nine, continued with their journey. It was well-documented, you know. Um, they brought cameras, wrote in diaries. So, there's a lot of evidence of the hike to start with. You know, generally speaking, these photographs and journal entries weren't out of the ordinary. It was clear mm-hmm. that these people were experienced hikers and they were, you know, hiking. Like, that's it. Like, that was supposed to be it. But, you know. That was supposed to be fun. Wasn't like, it. Yeah. Like, this yeah. is irrelevant, though. But have you guys, like, hiked? Um, I am a lover of the city and <laughs> sedentary lifestyle. Same. Like same here. I don't know. The only times I've been hiking, I would love to hike, but I don't think I would after this. This just like this incident, like generally, just bring more fuel to like my fear of hiking. Mm, yeah, definitely. Totally. God. Okay, proceed. But this is where everything happens. And what happens? Uh-uh. Um, they set camp on the slope of a mountain called Kolat. Shackle, which is my best attempt at pronouncing it, which in the language of the indigenous people of the region, the Mansi, translates to dead mountain. Wonder why. Yeah. Wonder why. <laughs> Wonder why. Um, the thing is, they could have set up a camp in a more sheltered area of the mountain, which was around like 1.5 kilometers downhill from where they were. And that's yeah. not very far, considering they were about to like go 300 kilometers. Um, but according to Yudin, the guy who left early, uh, Diet Love Pop probably did not want to lose the distance they had covered, or he decided to practice camping on the mountain slope. Ooh, yeah. man. Risk takers. <laughs> um, I can't relate. <laughs> can't relate. <laughs> practice hiking. I don't think it's a good idea to do that on something that's called Dead Death Mountain. Yeah, it was also super cold. So, oh. you know. wasn't it like, Minus 30 degrees or something? Yeah, not exactly livable conditions. Mm, not not livable conditions at all. At all, yeah. No, at all. That's on them. <laughs> that's on them, honestly. Like, I'm sorry. Like, yeah. Okay, the final entry of the diary reads, It is difficult to imagine such a comfort on the ridge with shrill howling wind hundreds of kilometers away from human settlements. Jeez. Imagine. Imagine. Ooh, it is difficult to imagine because um guess who came out alive? Nobody. Um <laughs> Yeah, that was that sucks. Big time. That was like, that was their last night. Yeah. <laughs> that was their last night. Um so you know they um rested in peace. Um but before the expedition, Dyatlov said that he would send a telegram by the 12th of February once they returned to Vizai, which was a settlement in the north, which is the closest mm-hmm. settlement to where they were sitting or settling. So, right, right, right. you know, the 12th passed and there was no signal. And by the 20th of February, a rescue operation was demanded. And on the 27th of February, 1959, the first two bodies were found. And yeah, yeah. The first thing they found was that um, was the tent, and they found that it was covered in snow and seemed to have been ripped from the inside. From the inside, inside job. dude. Like imagine, 
what must have been inside the tent that made mm. them destroy their only like shelter survival survival what could they have seen? object which is the shelter right like yeah what could have been inside the tent yeah. kaya, they destroy their own house you know own yep. living place yeah, yeah no and what's even wonder is that they're all really experienced right and they know like uh they could literally die yeah them. without shelter yeah and um it just feels like they kind of self-sabotage themselves which is like weird because you know when it's cold you stay inside common sense yeah. and hikers out of everybody should be able to you know know what's best for themselves they're great two hikers i wonder what they could have gone through to have felt like sacrificing their only shelter could have possibly been the better option yeah definitely so so we know that you know the search party has now found two bodies and a tent which was ripped from the inside this is the part where we describe a little graphically some deathly mm. details. Oh yeah, trigger warning, guys. Trigger warning. <laughs> Jake, trigger Jake. warning. Gore. If you're eating, stop eating. If you're drinking, stop drinking. Things are about to get a little nasty. Yeah. If, yeah. If you're eating, stop eating. It is about to. Go <laughs> Take it away, Tiara. Okay, so let's go through this one by one. We have the first two bodies. We have Yuri Doroshenko and Yuri Krivonyshenko. Doroshenko. So I got these quotes from like the official um what are they called reports Report? like autopsy yeah. reports reports and autopsies or, um so doroshenko was found right beside um krivonyshenko and doroshenko was frozen without his clothes and his hand was burned under his body were about three or four cedar branches of about the same thickness so it was kind of um theorized that they tried to make a fire and heat themselves up, but then they ended up dying and burning themselves. Um, Doroshenko's ear, lips, and nose are covered in blood, and on his left hand, his middle finger is bloody. Next to him was Krivonyshenko. Damn. Fire. And remnants of a fire under some branches broken up to five meters high suggest that they climbed up for safety. So, you know, you could tell they were trying to escape from something. Yes, Um, There were burns on his foot and right temple. Um, The scene looked quite, I wouldn't say natural because death, you know, they died. Um, (laughs) But it looked like there was no foul play. It seems like they didn't die because of someone. He Mm -hmm. was um, found facing down wearing a sleeveless cotton undershirt. So his pajamas. No shoes. Also weird. Um, and he had liver mortis spots, which is when blood settles due to gravity. And since, and this is because the blood is not being pumped through the body anymore. So this causes a purple blue skin tone. And these were found on the back of his neck, torso, and etc. However, since he was facing downwards, it is a bit weird that they were found that the blood was settled on the neck, especially the back of the neck, um, because that kind of suggests that his body was flipped over, but we'll get into that later. Um, mm-hmm. his, um, he was burned to the right side of the head. All his fingers and toes are frostbitten, lots of bruises, and concluded to have died of hypothermia. Oh my right God. next to him, Krivonyshenko. Same conditions as Doroshenko. They were found together. 
Same name too. Huh? Yuri, yeah. Those Yuri on ice. Yuri. <laughs> Yuri. They were on ice. Yuri on ice. They were on ice. Russian okay. edition. They were on ice. So Yuri Wait, actually was three on ice. Years, there, yeah. Three. Yuri Yudin, Doroshenko, and Krivonyshenko. Yuri, oh. Yuri was on ice. Yuri was The worst on possible ice. way. Um, so Krivonyshenko had the same conditions as Doroshenko. They were found together. Um, and on Krivonyshenko's um, hands, the backs of them, his skin was torn. Between the fingers, there is blood. Oh, yeah. Index finger is also torn. And the skin of the left God. shin is torn and covered in blood. No. Okay, but Jeez. apart from that, there are no more visible injuries. Um, also, mm-hmm. the tip of his nose was missing. Like Voldemort. Wow. So fun fact. Um, he His skin had more cuts in it than Doroshenko. And there was also skin between his teeth. Oh. Which suggested that he could have bitten himself to like awaken his unresponsive hand, mm-hmm. freezing That's as true. he climbed the tree. He was also concluded to have died of hypothermia. Um, but, you know, it seemed like there was no state of panic. He just laid there facing up. What do you mean no state of panic? Man's literally ate away at his own hands. That's true. Oh, I yeah, I'm like, like, uh-huh. They were found under a cedar tree, right? Yeah, a cedar tree. Um, one thing that was kind of not left, what that was kind of left out is that, um, the next four bodies, or like these four, ba- these first four bodies, they were found in a straight line. Um, mm, that's true. And oh, and five, five, beyond five that, oh yeah. Um, and beyond that, uh, actually, there were very like orderly footsteps. So it didn't feel like it didn't look like they were running. Kind of like but, they're still trying to escape in a way, though. Mm, yeah, yeah, like they're trying to get back to the tent, but like obviously with that temperature, temperature and. Mm. Like their clothing, they won't manage. Because I think the distance between the tent and like their body is one point, one thousand five hundred meters. Quite far. That's so far. Quite far. Barefoot, like some of them are barefoot, right? Yeah. Like only underwear, right? Yeah. Like one point, one thousand five hundred meters, with. Minus 30 degrees temperature. That's crazy. Mm, yeah. If I were freezing, my shoes would be the last thing I'd take off. Because, like, your feet get cold so easily. Yeah. Mm, that's true. Especially your feet, yeah. Mm. That's just crazy. Yeah, no, that's why. Um, Doroshenko's, like, fingers were and toes were all frostbitten. Mm. And if Doroshenko had survived all of his, um, you know, his fingers and toes, they would have been amputated, so. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Third person. We have the leader of the pack. The man. The, the man himself. And the legend. The man. The Igor Dyatlov. Oh. Uh, yeah. Um, he was found on the same day, on the 27th of February, wearing an unbuttoned jacket. He was wearing Yudin's shirt. Cute. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, besties. Okay. Um, no shoes. He also lost a tooth. Wow. Just let that sink in there. Um, and there were bruises or abrasions on knees, ankles, his left eyebrow, his eyelids, and his forehead. No internal injuries. He was ruled out to have died because of hypothermia. Honestly, um, this all sounds like pretty nasty, but when you consider it and compare it to everyone else, this is actually really 
it's probably the best way to have gone. It's yeah. We also have um, Zinaida Kolmogorova. Um, she was more well dressed than the others, with multiple layers of clothing. Um, no footwear though, um, and she had bruises across her face and joints. So I think she went the best. Um, still died, but you know. Yeah. Um, Preserved that decency of the bruises. Yeah, because I heard that like when like the hikers went out of the tent, there were already like two hikers like standing outside the tent. Like they were mm. basically udah di luar. Mm. So like they were already preparing and everything. So they yeah, just need yeah, to yeah. follow them, which which is like comes in handy lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're prepared for it. Yeah. And she was, um, you know, ruled out to be dead because of hypothermia due to a fi- violent accident. And, you know, I think it's because, you know, the tree, the fire, they tried to salvage themselves. Mm-hmm. But you can tell. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have this other hiker, the fourth hiker, who was found in this straight line. His name was Rustem Slobodin. He was found on March 5th. He was also better dressed than most um, with multiple layers of clothing. He had hemorrhages. I think that's how you pronounce it. Hemorrhages. Um, And in general, he had lots of damage to the head. Um, He had a fracture of the frontal bone. And it was concluded... speculated to have been done by a blunt object and he also had bruised knuckles ruled out to be because of hypothermia um but it seemed that he was like walking down the mountain and then he kept like falling on his face so that's like kind of what um the autopsy report suggested um but again he also had liver mortis spots on his body but They were on the top surface of his body. And this is the same thing with Doroshenko and Kalmogorova. And, you know, liver mortis happens because of gravity. So usually the blood settles on the bottom surface of the body. Yeah. Um, But these settled on the top. So there are suggestions that these bodies Mm. were turned over after death. Yeah. By who, I wonder. By who, I wonder. Um, But yeah, these kind of, like, these deaths were quite orderly. Like, you could tell, like... It was nature behind them and not another person. But, mm-hmm. you know, those liver mortis spots say otherwise. Mm, kind Anyways, of yes. The remaining four hikers were found two months later in a den that was wow. made by the remaining four at the top of the mountain, probably as mm-hmm. a survival strategy. Could be, could be. So, this one's, this one's the weirdest. Um, her mm. name is Ludmila Dubinina. There are only two girls, two women, in this entire search, um, in this entire expedition. So, um, Ludmila is the second one. So, Dubinina wore a brown sweater that belonged to Krivonyshenko, but it was radioactive. Weird. Um, so, you know, we, we have no idea where that radioactive um, material comes from. Um, there was tissue missing on her face. Her nose bridge and left cheekbone are partially exposed. Her eyeballs are missing. Her nose is flattened. Major trigger warning, guys. Yeah, her tongue is missing. 
there was a hemorrhage in the heart um, and she was found with her mouth open. Oh. oh. Yeah. That is nasty. Also, her stomach contained 100 grams of dark brown mass, which could be an indication that blood was still flowing when her tongue was taken out. I don't like that. I don't like the fact that she could have been alive and bleeding to death. I don't yeah. like that. Yeah, what could possibly happen, though? What could, like, someone followed her tongue or something? What's yeah, like- some, like, there could have, there should have been a really great amount of force. Ooh. Can't imagine. Yeah. And, um, it's, it's kind of weird because she was found in the weirdest state, but like, for example, in her autopsy, it was just the only, like we, okay, her tongue is missing, right? Her tongue is missing. No idea where it is, but the autopsy literally just says tongue is missing. No other comment. Literally. Wow. That's just a kiss, but to a really nasty level. That's why. And it's even weirder because people like Doroshenko, like the previous four, their autopsies were a lot more detailed compared to Dubinina, whose autopsy should have been really detailed and should have been really confusing because why are her eyeballs and tongue missing? That's why. Uh-oh. Um, yeah. Gosh, so really the cause of to cover up. Mm. it was ruled mm. as force. Mm. Moving on. Semyon Zolotaryov. This man also has his eyeballs missing. Ah, uh, what is it with people's eyeballs? His skull was exposed. He had broken ribs, mm-hmm. which is also internal injuries. So the first four um, did not really have any internal injuries other than like one hemorrhage there. Um, but here, these remaining four, they definitely had internal injuries. So... Um, he had broken ribs, but he didn't seem to die from the cold since he was well-dressed and the den was also quite warm. He was holding a notepad in his hands, but probably died before he could write in it. So, super internal damage, likening to that of being hit by a wave from a bomb. At least that's what the autopsy says. So, cause of death, force. We're going on to the last two. We have Alexander Kalevatov. He was well-dressed, but his clothes were also contaminated by radioactive substances. Hmm. His ski jacket had burnt edges. Oh my God. His eyebrows are missing. Like, I... What? Eyebrows out of everything. His eyebrows. eyebrows. Like, his eyebrows, like... Not, like, his skull, like, um, was exposed... But his eyebrows were, like, just missing. And I don't know. No, that's, that's hella weird, bro. Exactly. Um, deformed neck. Broken nose. And, oh again, these last four um, hikers, like, their injuries seem to be even worse than the first four. But their autopsies don't explain the cause of these injuries at all. And... It's weird because they seem to be the ones that need the most explanation because they're so unique. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have Nikolai Tibiobrignol. We tried. Um, well, he was well-dressed. He had fractures to the temporal bone, which is at, um, on his head. 
um, and he had a hemorrhage on the forearm and may have accidentally fell on a rock as a cause for his huge ass fracture. So yeah, we have all eight and they're nine. Hope you enjoyed that for those who... They're all really just such terrible ways to go. And I can't imagine the pain they must have gone through until the very end. Yeah. I wonder what they encountered. You know, that's a big let's mystery. Tata, you know, she has all the conspiracies listed down. Tata, what do you think? Yeah. Let's, let's what are the theories? Let's sit down, guys. Let's look at the theory. Moving on to the craziest theories and what these hikers could possibly encounter. Okay, so starting off with, like, kind of my favorite, not really... Theory, Hashaguan, which is the local Mansis. Mansi, Mansi? How do you pronounce it? The local Mansi. Okay. I think that's about right. That's about right. So, like, basically, some people believe that the local Mansi, which are the indi- indigenous people too, had killed the hikers as a result of the hikers invading their land, which is known as the Death Mountain, the home for the Mansis. So maybe like they couldn't like protection, you know, yeah, just yeah. Protect they couldn't accept like maybe they thought the hikers were invading their land. So true, but they, sacrificial. Yeah, they tried to attack these newcomers, presumed. Like, but this theory yeah, it reminds me so much of the movie Midsummer. If you guys know, oh, right, right, right. yeah, like the indigenous. Love that movie. Yeah, that movie, the hell. In Midsommar, they tried to act friendly about it. I don't think the Nazis. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. It, was, it was like horror, but like it was. Horrible. It was terror, you know? Terror. Like, guys, if you haven't watched Midsommar, like, maybe you should. Just to get yeah, the yeah. gist mm, mm. of how, like, tribes could actually be, like, you know, how cruel yeah. they could be. Mm. Okay, but. What evidence do we have? There are, there are evidence about this, you know? Like, there was a, a Mansi Chung. That was located a few hundred meters away from the camp. So basically, like a chung is like a symbol structure for their tribe, mm-hmm. and like it was located a few hundred meters away, a few hundred meters away. So this suggests that the hikers could have been a sacrifice for the tribe, since like um, they know this land better than anyone else. So it's easy for them to like sabotage and stage the murder and stuff like that right and this also explains the single file footstep because it is said that the hikers were like walking in like an organized manner mm. right so yeah into the into the woods so this explains maybe like the mansis could have been leading them and like instructing them into the woods maybe right. threatening them and this also explains their ribbed tent as they could have been attacked from the inside by the Mansis. Feels really yeah, yeah. meditated though. Like it's been carefully organized. And I don't yeah. think been out there for very long. This is this is so crazy, but like that's why I like it. But <laughs> although the injuries of the hikers are like way too severe and not possible for a human being mm-hmm. to do that. Like yeah. that injury they received, like that's inhuman. Mm-hmm. And plus, there weren't any traced off footprint of any outsiders at all like oh even if even if like they actually they actually mm-hmm. threaten and attack the hikers it's not possible for them to cover up every single one of their footsteps yeah. right yeah that's that's not possible at all come on that's not possible at all 
And it was proven that on top of Lichang, it was actually a body of a moose, not a human. So proving that the Mansi people had only sacrificed moose antlers, not human. Uh, was it possible that like, you know how with heavy snow, they were up in the mountains, there's lots of snow. Yeah. yeah. Is it possible mm-hmm. that like all their footsteps and whatnot could have been covered by the snow? Well, when you think about that, they already found mm-hmm. the footsteps of the hikers. And oh, that's true. The Monty's footsteps and the hikers' footsteps just happened at the same time, and only half of the footsteps, which all happened to just be the hikers' footsteps, were there. And then, you know, it's, it's weird that only the Monty's um, were, like, wiped out. So I feel like... No, it couldn't have been. It couldn't have been, you know. It could have been. And also, like, after further investigation, like, the local Monty has, is, like, said to never use any human for their practices and rituals mm. so the government and everyone just think that it's just not possible for the indigenous people to do this everything by themselves with no mm-hmm. trace at all like that's impossible yeah. so that leads us to our second theory like a lot of people believe that there was an avalanche yeah mm. happened during the incident so an avalanche has been one of the favorite theories as well as it explains the cut open tent and result of the hikers being um panicked and like scared you know mm-hmm. that kind of explained why why the tent was cut from cut open from the inside and how they neglect their shelter you know? that explains right but maybe like once they realized that it was like a false alarm alarm mm-hmm. like that explains the single filed footsteps as well maybe Honestly, like oh they, yeah, yeah a lot of things yeah, don't yeah, add yeah. up like how do you look at a tent and be like oh yeah that was ripped from the inside or and how do you look at people and be like oh yeah it was definitely an avalanche like it just doesn't it doesn't add up yeah, it doesn't add up right yeah. you know what's even weirder about this though it's that we have so much evidence like, yeah, so yeah. much evidence, so much um, data, but we have no mm-hmm. idea what happened. No one could figure it out. For modern God's technology, because, like, they re-explored this. They reopened the mm-hmm. case. They would have gotten new leads, but it feels like we're not getting anywhere. Yeah. Or maybe, like, it's, it's among that covered up by someone. We'll get to that later. Okay. Okay. Anyway, Avalanche. Okay, mm-hmm. so yeah, maybe like they realized that it was like a false alarm, so mm-hmm. they walked single file, single in a single filed manner to the woods. But then, like, although if an avalanche had happened, like it doesn't explain like the injury, like the massive injury, like the missing tongue and eyeballs. Right. I just don't get it. I don't think that adds up. And there should have been like a tissue damage instead of like a major bruising and cuts on the body. But right. even though if like an avalanche happened, it also doesn't explain the radioactivity from the area, mm-hmm. right? Because right. it's like from the report, it said that there is like uh, radioactivity in the area, like the whole area. And also, during that time, yes, I just believe that there were no trace of avalanche to occur during, and the possibility was very little. Mm. Yeah, that leads to anything really happening. Yeah, anything could have happened to be honest, but 
Mm-hmm. Anyway, our third theory is the Yeti. Wow. Oof. Yeti, as in like furry giant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeti. The Yeti. Okay. What else? You're going to tell me they have aliens next? <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Um, well, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, we okay, actually. So. Okay. 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 So, Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Mm-hmm. Why Yeti? It's because. Like, they believe that there could instead be a large and violent creature that was living in that remote, secluded area. I mean, that thing, those things could happen, right? Yeah. Like, we don't know what's outside in the wilderness. Yeah. Like, the creatures know. out there. Like, we never know, okay? We never know. Yeah, but explain all the inhuman injury the hikers received, I guess. Because, yeah. yeah. I mean, yetis are animals, right? They're also very specific injuries, you know. Like yeah, one of them, specific. one of them with That's that true. missing tongue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Always the missing tongue, dude. It's just, you know how honestly, you know how uh, animals in the wild tend to go for like the softer parts of your face, like eyeballs. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. That that, that really sense. backs up the yeti theory. That but then again, that, you know that how in like I think earlier years people were like, oh my god, it's a confirmed sighting of Bigfoot. It actually is Bigfoot. But it turned out to be just some troll with like really heavy wool clothing and stuff walking around pretending to be Bigfoot. Oh my god! Could it just be a human being trying to emulate a yeti? Because you know, yeah, and people. yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true. Because like from the photograph of one of the hikers, there were this like image of this one big creature, which is believed to be the yeti. I think I showed Gracie. Yeah, the picture, right? yeah. Oh. yeah, people believe that that was the Yeti, but <laughs> I guess we never know. Okay, so that backs that is backed up with like images and stuff like that. But although, if it's really a Yeti's doing, there were no footprint to back up this theory like footprint because no. obviously, Yetis and humans' footprint are like so different, yeah, different, right. Definitely. They were, yeah. But you know, you yeah. never know. I mean, we've never really seen her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't want to study about Yeti, so. I, don't I mean, they did also die on a place called Dead Mountains. So, yeah. you know, if people have died there in the past, maybe the Monty mm-hmm. people would have been like, yo, there's this dude that kind of lives in that mountain. That's why we call it a Dead Mountain. You know what? That's it kind of gets you wondering what could have happened in the past to let it to be called death mountain I mean, and yeah yeah that's so true that's i mean like there has, there has been like literally no other stories regarding this past but all of a sudden it's just boom death mountain and it's like an indigenous name too so like the mm-hmm. local people probably know more about this place than anyone else that's true yeah, but that's so true. i mean if you think about it logically though it could also just be called dead mountain because it's super steep super snowy super cold Definitely yeah. not living conditions at all. True. Looking about it positively, yeah. Loads of money. Yeah. <laughs> let's give them Very a benefit of that. You know, let's trust the government on this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And also, yeah, if it's the Yeti's doing, it doesn't explain the radiation mm. there. That's true, because it's glow in the dark possible. No. Glow in the dark, Yeti. Okay. Yeah. And also, like, fun fact. There was even like a two hours exclusive Discovery Channel about the Yetis during this incident called The Russian Yeti, The Killer is Alive. 
or one. Oh my god. Correct Whoa. me if I'm wrong. <laughs> it's all right. Dude, so I'm so sorry, but like two hours special about like a per- like something you don't even know that exists. Yeah, it's not even true. Like about yetis. Oh my god. Some like Russian yetis. Lives to like Russians yetis. and by their own right are scary because they're just so tough. Russian yetis. Maybe the channel is just like are just bored and they're like yeti. True. True. <laughs> that leads us to our fourth theory. I mean, I think someone said it before. Yeah, we're it's, it's, like, it's aliens. It's aliens. Yeah, Bing Pot. Anything can happen. <laughs> Anything world. can happen. Even aliens. But me personally, I don't believe in aliens at all. Like so what? dude, seriously? I like, yeah, I don't really the Pentagon confirmed the existence of aliens. Wait, who's the Pentagon? What? The American se- head of security or something? Oh. This was on the news. They were like, wow. we can the existence of aliens. Aliens have to exist. Wow. Like, there have, like, any living organism outside of Earth, those are... Outside of Earth. Yeah, yeah, like, other creatures must be at that, but aliens specifically, I don't know. Is it scarier to think that we are alone in the universe or that we are not alone? Um, it's scarier alone. to know that we are alone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. If there are aliens, why do you think they haven't reached out to us? You know what? That's an episode for another day. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about that later. For another day. Okay. So, okay. Okay. Why aliens? Okay. Because during the incident, there were like bright lights appearing and even seen, even caught on tape mm-hmm. during mm-hmm. it. And like a oh. glowing sphere is known to be the symbol of a modern day UFO. Katanya, right. And right. the camera. Yeah, a camera was found that is presumed to belong to one of the hikers. And inside the camera, it was an image taken that shows a light forming in the sky. <laughs> might just yeah. be the moon. I it might, be, might be just the moon. I know, right? The moon. Yeah. And also, if it's the UFO or aliens, it explains the radiation and the inhuman injury. Mm. You know? Yeah, that explains and traces of UFO landing on top of the mountains are possible since we don't exactly know how a UFO yeah, yeah. looks or what mark it will leave. Right. Right. And also okay. the lead investigator, uh, which is Lev Ivanov, said that he sus- suspected at the time and, oh, and almost sure now that these red flying spheres had a direct connection to the group's death. Ooh, That's what I- he said. Like, <laughs> okay, 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 Mr. go off, but okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't second that, but okay, go off. All yeah. right. Oh. And, but there are actually not much cons though, like, knowing that the ex- existence of aliens are controversial itself. I mean, it's aliens. Yeah, it's aliens. Right? It's aliens. Oh, well, 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 you have to also take into consideration that this was this happened during the cold war right and right. like you know russia during the cold war was just like shooting things up in the air left yeah, and right you know for the sake of shooting things up um but there and- is actually a theory about that oh oh mm-hmm. okay okay uh, okay we're gonna get into that later okay mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah okay and the alien thing although the photographs mm-hmm. took by one of the hikers could be a result of it of the camera being in a water too long that can corrupt the image somehow I think that's possible ah uh, true it was in the ice right yeah it was in the ice for like 
mm. weeks and days and I am Okay. Moving on to our fifth theory. Mehmadia. But it's called the strange psychological occurrence. 